Here's the situation. You are under consideration to be added to the staff of the Cosmic Consultation Corporation, an amazingly powerful group that has final personnel say on all groups, companies, and affiliations, etc. Rush. Wow, the CCC. I'm yes. excited to uh, join, uh, and I am indeed Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. This week's theme, maybe not my best uh, pun here, but is... Uh, I, I got to say, Rush, as you say this one, I wasn't quite sure what it what it referred to. So you might have to, you might have to, I went ahead without needing to know, you know, like, uh, but yeah. you might have to help me out. Nobody that reads it will know, but it's, it's personnel exclamation point, And it's a pun off of personal space. So instead of personal, it's personnel. Instead of space, it's the exclamation point. Okay, So nice. here we are with personnel exclamation uh, point. Nice. All right. Now, now I, now I get it. And uh, with that in mind, why don't you, why don't you kick it off, uh, and we'll end on that situation with the CCC. I'm excited to come back to my Cosmic Corporation, but. Uh, where we start. Will do. So let's say, um, okay, you're, you're under consideration for another job, Rush, and here's the situation. You're actually, I'm sorry, hired by the non-for-profit organization Magic, making all grammar incredibly cool. They are an organization devoted to making grammar more popular by trying to make it appealing to a younger crowd. And they hire you to do this by giving punctuation marks some cool new nicknames. So they want you to use the shape or function of the punctuation mark as inspiration for a cool nickname to kind of rope these kids in to really yeah. loving. Excla- uh, I can, really loving. I can tell you, when, when this... <laughs> organization came looking for funding i i said no immediately Uh i I was like you you have it is a herculean task it is a sisyphean task it's a mountain to try to make all grammar incredibly cool but i am i'm nonetheless uh happy happy that they ended up doing well and i got a job uh despite rejecting their uh, requests for investment. They, you know, and they may not be long lasted, but you know, like they figure they got to try. They, they've got, yeah. they've got a couple of bucks. They're going to try and spend it as wisely as they, as they possibly can. So I'm going to go their, through their tagline is, uh oh, it's magic. <laughs> yeah, yes, but properly like, uh, you know, U H O H. They don't love it because it's not like grammatically. It's already challenging. The uh oh portion okay. is like, is there a comma after uh? But you know, and then an exclamation point after the o, or you know, how do you yeah. do it? So it's just it's a hornet's nest. Over it, there, it really, it really is. So they bring you in and they start you with you know, the most basic. They say like, come up with a nickname either by the shape or the function for a period, something that'll you know sound a little a little more catchy for 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 a younger crew. Uh, let's just go with the dot. The dot. I like it. Short and sweet. That's the dot. Great. That at the end. And, uh, and you can say things like, uh, I already put the dot on it to mean we're done talking. That's great. Like, uh, we've got, we've got, uh, there's no, no need for further discussion or argument. We're not going there on vacation. The dot. Yeah. Yeah. The dot. End of sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, B, uh, uh, B, uh, North Carolina. The dot. Yes. Thank you, Regis. Beverly was so embarrassed at school today, she had her first the dot. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe not. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. Okay, but, great. You know, anyway. Okay. All right. Sounds uh, good. I just went out to buy some nachos and missed the entire the dot. And uh, the <laughs> Rangers scored four goals. There we go. <laughs> All right. How about, how about a comma? Not very Come sexy, on. like such an unsexy 
very uncool. Yeah. Uh, used terribly. I, I myself am a, a terrible abuser of I, the comma. I over, I, I absolutely overuse it because I think like, oh, there should be a pause here. But like, I have entirely lost track of what's comma worthy and what's no longer oh, comma worthy. I'm, I'm the worst. Yeah. I just throw it in there. Basically, <clears throat> to represent that I had a, uh, a moment where my thoughts paused. Yeah, you know, I, right. right. Any... <laughs> it was just because I took a breath <laughs> as I was writing. Yeah, I don't want to throw a period <laughs> and then and then. What are you a single space or double space after a, after the end of a sentence after you throw the dot on it? I I, I think because I was always trying to stretch for college papers. I think I still double, but uh, okay. but but I I think that's not what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm just supposed to go. Single. I think it's out of fashion. I, yeah. I, I'm a double space, and then a lot of times my legal briefs will be corrected to have single spaces. Okay, but I just you know I'm I've been doing it for 35 and years, and you'll get I with. Like everyone writes more now because of like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. So everyone's like writing a lot more than they used to. Most people like at the end of high school, most people never wrote again after that. Maybe a maybe like a grocery list. But like I think because of that, there are so many grammar fights now. And like people want to go to blows over the Oxford comma. Yeah, I don't get that. I I always put that uh, or I used to always put the comma in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess now I'm. I'm, not, I'm no longer even consistent on it. Uh, it. Despite all this time that should have allowed me to come up with a good one, I, I don't have a good one. So I'm, I'm going to go with the cliffhanger. Okay. The reason it's it's like the commas. It's like if you think of the top part is like the hands yep, hanging sure. onto the cliff, and then the bottom is the legs hanging down there. But also the cliffhanger because you know I, often it's just setting up for my next thought. So okay, the, great, yeah. It's, I hate to give it three syllables like that since it's just going to make it even mm-hmm. harder to for people to talk about but we'll yeah. cliffhanger. I think I like it cuz either the comma or even the semicolon which maybe we'll see in a little bit is mm-hmm. kind of like a uh, tune in next week when we see what the rest of the sentence is, you know, like or right. when we complete our thought. Um mm-hmm. cliffhanger. I like it. How about the exclamation point, the one that uh inspired inspired this? Um I like I was calling this the bat and ball in my head when uh <laughs> when but I don't want to I don't want to influence that but it looks like a it looks like a, a ball and a, a ball and a baseball Ooh, bat the, you yeah. know the, the the pool shark I mean, <laughs> right that's great like a, a cue ball <laughs> yes that's stick, great uh, with the proper uh, end with the narrowed end coming down towards you know yeah. town towards the ball yeah that'd be great uh you know I, I do love um I don't know if you're planning to bring it up uh, if you do I would say I Refuse to change the name of the Intero Bang. I do not have it. I did not because so, I thought that was probably righteous and in, in its. That's a that's a that's a sexy enough name for uh, a a piece of punctuation. I, I agree, and so I was just going to go off of that and just call the exclamation point the bang. The bang. I hear yeah. you. Yep. Just remove the Intero. Yeah. Why not? I like it. The bang. Uh, very appropriate for its usage. I like that. Did you about- throw the bang on there? You throw. Oh. Look, this is not a dot situation. Put a bang on. It's it, a bang. You know? I mean, <laughs> did you bang it or dot it? <laughs> you know, I banged it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I, you and I have talked about, like we bang more of our uh, more of <laughs> yeah, our right. text messages uh, in our older age than we used to. <laughs> I think I throw more bangs out there than you do. But uh, <laughs> um, I've been toying with like a, a whole new, basically, style of writing. That lets you know exactly how I want my sentences pronounced when you read them of like capitalizing things that I want stressed, you know, or like or all all caps of things I want stressed, tiny letters, 
just literally leaving spaces instead of a comma, like just dot, you know, space things out to know that I really wanted comedically for this to be read with like a long pause there and stuff. Like yeah. I, I might, I might actually try and write like a couple of pages or an essay in that style where like to see if it, if it translates to a reader. You should send it my way. I, I do uh, on the all sports league and on other things where I'm writing more for, you know, just for fun. Uh, I, I do a, a fair amount of that. Like uh, I'll capitalize words because I want them emphasize. I'll put uh, an asterisk on, uh, on the front and the back of a word for emphasis uh-huh. as well. Uh, but I, I do, I do more of that. Um, you know, than, than is appropriate. I'm sure most people are like, well, I don't need that. I can I, figure it out. But I, I do think it kind of, it helps when you're writing to, when you, when you say something, a certain voice in your head, you know, to make it funny. Um, or, or to, to emphasize that I, I don't mind, you know, I don't mind not having to wait till the end of the sentence to know that a bang is in there. Right. I think it'd be a horrible nudge as like a playwright. I think I'd have so much stage direction and like, you know, like three different, three different parenthetical directions within one sentence of, you know, like sad, sad to, to, you know, to a discovery to as, and as you're walking from the sink to the fridge, I want this said, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, about, I would just make a tape of line readings. Like, right, how, just do it. <laughs> here's how I want this to go. Um, I like this word, but uh, but I don't know if it's a sexy piece of punctuation. How about the apostrophe? Oh, the apostrophe. Uh, boy, what could what could that be? Because um, I I agree with you. I like the word, but it doesn't feel like it's got anything to do with this. Mm. You know this creation of a compound or a possessive. Nah, it feels uh, like an old Greek, like concept, like, uh, Oh, there's ap- apostrophic friendship or something. You know, it feels more, it feels more like that. Like there's, yeah, it's apostrophic. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what I would call it though. Uh, yeah. Like get in here. Y'all is not a good name. <laughs> right. For, uh, for the, the contractor. The contractor, but it it is it's kind of an inviting, you know. It, it's it's a harmonize. Maybe the harmonizer. Okay, great. No, I love it. Uh, I like contractor better. So, and then you, you never know whether to call him the co- contractor or. Contractor. <laughs> yeah. That. How about quotation marks? Oh, um, God! I feel like quotation marks. I feel like air quotes have had like a major impact on uh, quotation yeah. marks, right? Right. Like I feel like. So often I see, even when I see um, regular quotation marks, I think that they're sarcastic. Uh-huh, right, uh huh. Right. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, what is know. the the air quotes are like sarcasm or like undes- undeserved? The boss. Yeah, I guess that's sarcasm. Yeah. It's equal, almost yeah. yeah sarcasm. But uh, golly, the the quotation mark. Uh, I I, I got to say I like I like the name the quotation mark because you can it stick tells with you it. exactly what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that's why, as you'll see, we go when we go through here. Question mark is not one of them. It's too. It's too right on exact. This is exact. It marks that this is a question, so we're not changing that one at all. That's that's yep. that's plenty plenty appealing. If you want to leave quotation marks as is, that's fine with me. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like a little nickname for them. Um, but the, there's just like nothing. Nothing comes to mind. I mean, it's always interesting that you know they point in slightly different ways at the beginning and the end. How about how about you know like. To take to take inspiration from other marks, you call it the Groucho or the the Harpo. <laughs> Harpo, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. There's a bunch of marks, bunch of marks brothers. You know, they 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 their names were probably fine, but ended up. 
you're you're welcome to. I, I, I'm getting fired on this one. I, okay, I we'll leave it. We'll leave it as quotation marks. That, that's that's fine. Sometimes you already got the right one. Now here's a, a piece of punctuation. I know you're a fan of. How about the semicolon? Do love the semicolon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I want to call that? Like uh, maybe winky. Okay, I like it. How about that full colon? Full power colon. Oh man, I mean, I love what you just said, right? Like, what? Like, I don't like that we don't call it the full colon. <laughs> you know, like we got the semicolon, but the semicolon. First of all, the semicolon versus full colon is odd because the semicolon is bigger uh-huh. than a full colon. Uh-huh. So if you yeah. if you if you've smashed out both of the colon ends <laughs> into the semi parts, it'd be much larger. So yeah, we got you know winky, and then we. I, I like I like. <laughs> Full power colon. Full power colon. All right. Great. Yeah, but then you just then it changed over time to colon Powell, and then it was like <laughs> so we call him we call him colon power. Okay, great. Uh, the hyphen. Well, I think they should be called dashes. Okay. Uh, and then they, I'm always frustrated with m dash and n dash, and it's hard for me to remember. Still don't quite understand yeah. what all that is. Yeah. What What is what? Uh, I, I I mean, I know what an m dash is versus an n dash in terms of what they look like, but I don't know when I'm supposed to use the m dash and n dash. And obviously, like you'd be like, Rush, it's not that hard to learn it, but I have learned it like, three or four times. <laughs> it's not tough to I learn. Re- it's tough. It's tough I, to retain. I don't retain it. All right. <laughs> so it just can't be like all that important um so the dash uh we call it the uh the handoff the okay. baton great the baton i like it um now this play this 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 part of not part of speech this uh uh quote uh, punctuation mark i love the name of it's it's bulky but it sounds like a place in a fantasy novel and i and i love how these words go together it's the periods of ellipsis or ellipses. Some people pronounce it periods of ellipses, ellipsis. What would you change those to? Right. Yeah, I'm... that's like that's that's one of the places that Odysseus barely got away it, from. There are places that sound like this that aren't even places, you know, like the isolates of Langerhans, which I think is in your gallbladder or in your pancreas or something. Yeah. But the isolates of Langerhans, the sea of tranquility, the periods of ellipses, they, they all sound like magical, wonderful places to me. Yeah, now what is the periods of ellipses? That's just the dot, dot, dot? Just dot, 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 as far as I know, yep. Okay. Uh, that might be the actual cliffhanger, the the dot, 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 you know, the like, and next week, I think, yeah, is followed be, by the periods not, of ellipses. They're not hanging over cliffs. We, we may need to change that to three commas for the true cliffhanger. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, so the dot, 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 we're going to call it, uh, I don't know, maybe the like... Uh, uh, some some Pac Man related it could be you Ooh, know nice. uh, Monka, you chasing after that Wonka Wonka Wonka. If, <laughs> if your if your last word ends with uh, with a C, then you then it's called a Pac Man. So if you have okay. a your word ends with a C and then you go into a period, uh, what is it called? An, uh, ellipse. Uh, what is it called? Periods of ellipsis. Yeah, if you have that, then then uh, then I'm gonna call that a Pac Man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if it's not that, I'm gonna call it the Hansel and Gretel. Okay. It's just it's little uh, breadcrumbs bread coming off of there. Great. We see where it's gonna go. They they love your work. They want you to do one more. The last one are parentheses. 
Oh man, I gotta tell you, as bad as I abuse the comma, there's nothing I abuse harder than the parentheses. You put a lot of them, yeah. Lo- yeah, use them all the time. Um, what is the proper use? A phrase of clarification? Is that what it's? I think there's like four or five. Okay. And I, I and I use all of them probably on the neighborhood of like forty times more than I should. But yeah, because uh, little uh, whatever they're called, like appositions, little appositives or whatever, are comet off. So it's like. Carrie's brother-in-law, the one who, you know, the one who was in jail, like sometimes yeah. they'll, they'll comma those off as a, uh, an, a positive. Is that what I'm thinking of? But sometimes it seems like those are parenthetical. Carrie's brother-in-law who like the one who went to jail is like in, in parentheses as well. So I, yeah, I don't know what the strict actual grammar, gr- grammatical. Yeah, I, was, I had something like subtexticons or, okay. uh, <laughs> you know, it's like they're the, they're they're part of the, the transformers. Yeah, I was gonna say the transformers of 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 grammar. Subtext. <laughs> Great subtexticons. They love you. They love you. They're they're happy. That and they just found out that all their their funding was cut. So your your you, oh, your first day yeah, was your yeah. last day. You did a great job. Predicted that though. That's yeah, for sure. You sure did. All right, great. Uh, that was fun. All right, so TJ, here's yes. the situation. All right. You are on a game show called Point Line Triangle Square. Okay. And the way that this game show works, you just one contestant and you get in there and uh, you are given um, you start like a, with a warm up round that, that only goes to triangles. But but what, what you do is you get words okay. and they are they're part of groupings, naturally uh, groupings that make sense of three or four words in round one. It's all three word groupings. OK. And they start by giving you the point which is just one word. And of course, with just one word, just like with a point, it can go in tons of different directions. Okay. But once you put a second point there, then there's only one line that goes in between them. And then once you put the third point for the triangle or the fourth for the square or rectangle, uh, you you finish it off. So So I can build off in any direction. I can put two before, I can put two after, I can put one on either side for the first one. Well, the... The, the issue is that it is already selected what the uh, what the grouping is. Okay. And so you have to guess, but you don't want to guess when you're wrong. So you want to you want to decide whether you're uh, whether you think you know it. Um, if you guess wrong, you lose one point. Okay. So again, it's the point. You know, it, yeah. it, the point comes up a lot. At yeah. Point line that, yeah. That word a lot. Um, <laughs> if you if you guess only the last one. Okay. So you stop at the penultimate one and guess only the last one, then then uh, they they say you have not gotten the point. Okay. So you, gotcha. and that's their way of saying you get zero points. Okay. <laughs> if, however, you get you stop it before um, uh, with with two or more to go and you get it correct, then you are awarded awarded a point, and you must okay. uh, you you must finish around in the positive. Now you get two points. If on a four, you, you get it, you get all four after one word. Okay. So I think so I again, if, if you get it after one word, you get two points. If you get it after two words, you get one point. If you get it after three, you break even. If you get it after uh, four, you lose a point. Or if you don't get it, if you guess wrong, you lose a point. But the first uh, round are all three. threes. Yeah. Okay. And if it's three, then there's one less point available. Okay. All right. I'll try. Yeah, I think so. If I screw up this first one, let me know. But otherwise, I think yep. I know what we're doing. So here we go. So the first the first one, and remember, in this first, and, and we're going to do three phases. In phase one, uh, all of these 
words are only three total words. Okay. So these are triangles. Yeah. And they're going to give you the point to start with. First one is curly. Curly. Okay. And they can build out. They. Um. Sorry. Let me ask you this. They are phrases or not necessarily. This is going to be three words okay. that are uh, often grouped together. Okay. Commonly grouped together. These three words. Yeah, I got this. All right. Do you want to guess or do you want to hear another word? No, I want to guess. Okay, go ahead. Mo and Larry. You are correct. All right. You have a point. All you right. Got the point. When it came to that one, <laughs> DJ, you got the point. Okay. All right. Next. Good. There's a few different ways this could go, but I'm going to I'm going to guess. Okay. Good, bad, ugly. TJ, you got the point. Hey, all right. All right. So you already have two points. Remember, all you need to do for this first round is to stay positive, positive okay. for the first round to make it to round two. So you've already done great. There's only three left. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, red. Yeah, I'll go. I'll guess. You want to guess? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Red, white, blue. That is incorrect. Ah, we were looking for red, blue, yellow, the primary colors. Okay. All right. So you're back down to one point with one two point. to go. Yep. Remember, you, you got to finish one positive. point or three yep. points is equally good at the end of round one. Yep. Just want to move to round two. Uh, you ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Red. I'll take another word. Green. All right. I will guess the last one is yellow. That is correct. All right. Uh, while you are not awarded a point, you do remain at one point, and so I believe you're 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 safe uh, to advance to the next round because you will be you will not be negative. Um, but here is the last one of round one. You ready? Yes. Short. Hmm. Short. I'll take another word. Chase. Short and chase? Correct. Chase? Uh, oh. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. And Martin. Correct. All right. Well done. Was... So you stayed positive. So you get an extra. Because you were positive, you get to carry one banked point in oh, round two. Oh, okay. One nice. Bank. But we are now into round two. Where in some ways it's easier because you get, uh, you know, you can still get a point uh, by guessing after two words. Okay. But, uh, but now there are four. Four words. Okay. Yes. All right. And round two is typically viewed as a little on the easier side for four word combos, but still, you know, you, you never know. Okay. Um, first one, you ready? Yes. East. All right. I'll take, I'll take my, my swing here. All right. Uh, west, north, south. TJ, you got two points. Okay, great. Two points. That one, a little bit of a softball. This is fun. If this game had been at um at Guthrie's, like uh you know a box of that, this kind of like is a game that I would have invented that because I didn't want to read the directions, but there were cards in a box yeah. that I would have right. been like, okay, yeah, here's how we're gonna do this. I love this. This is a great game. I love it. All right, uh, next up, you ready? Yes, sir. Baby. Baby. Give me another word. Mama. 
baby, mama. Uh, I'm going to take another word. Papa. Okay, Papa. Hmm. That's, that's not the one I wanted. Because if I had that one, then I don't know if I... Baby, mama, papa. I don't know. Puppy? Looking for Goldilocks. Oh, okay. Looking gotcha. for Goldilocks. All right, so you lose one point. You still have two points, so still looking good. Okay. Uh, next one is... Stars. Give me another word. Rangers. Ooh. God. Um, Dallas Stars, New York Rangers. I mean, they're hockey teams, but I don't know what would what would bring the other one. How about the third one? Cowboys. Dallas. Oh, God. Texas Rangers. Dallas. All right. Uh, the Mavericks. Correct. Okay. Correct. Well done. So a little tricky because Stars Rangers could be two hockey teams, yeah. but it ends up being two Dallas teams. Two Dallas teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, next. Old. Old. I'm going to take a guess. Oh, you're going to be upset, but uh, go ahead. Uh, new, borrowed, and blue. It's a good guess, but uh, unfortunately, ah. if you had gotten the next one, you would have gotten it for sure. Next one was dog. Oh, okay. New tricks. That's right. Old All dog, right. new tricks. Uh, so you're down to one point. Yes. All uh, right. And here we go. Uh, Biden. All right. I need another one. Cheney. Okay. Um, let's see. And give me quail and gore. Um, Biden, Cheney. That gets me back to. Okay. I'll guess the last two and say quail and gore. Oh, you went the uh, you went the opposite way. I was looking for the four most recent vice presidents, so Pence and Harris. Ah, uh-huh. yes, of course. Okay, all right, um, down to zero. Down to zero. I uh, do have a couple that I think you have a pretty good shot at, but we'll see. Um, Rose. Rose. I need another one. Sophia. Oh, okay. Uh, I will guess. That's uh, Dorothy and Blanche. TJ, you got the point. All right, back in the positive. Right. Back in the positive, you have uh, you got two left. All right, you got to stay positive, or, or you just have to not go negative. That's a, that's uh, a right. hey. That's also those are also great uh, like uh, mottos for this game. Yeah, you know? that's right. Don't go negative. They, stay positive. You know, they're always saying that. Just stay positive. <laughs> you, you don't even worry. That's about the point. To, you just have to not get <laughs> negative. Uh, all right, uh, love. Hmm. Hmm. Man, I, I want to kind of go fifteen, thirty, forty, but um, I am not. Why don't you give me another one? Forty. Okay, then I will answer and say fifteen <laughs> and thirty. You got the point. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well done. All right. Uh, so 
this last one, you 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 uh, you could just show off and go for it I'll, after one. But, I'll, I'll uh, try my best. I, I think I'm going to try and take a stab after one. But Colorado. do these? Do, I'm sorry. Do these points carry over? Uh, no, you can only carry one point forward, so okay. you're going to be good. Um, uh, but you're you're going to make the final round anyway. Colorado. So. I will I will guess. Okay. Utah, Arizona, New uh, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. TJ, you got the points. Right. The four corners. <laughs> you hit it. It was indeed four corners. You advanced to the final round. Woo! In the in the final round. Yes. These are more difficult, in my opinion. Okay. But uh, you know, you never know for sure. They they can start to they, they they can be more difficult. But there are there are one, two, three of them, <clears throat> and uh, you must end positive in order to win the grand prize. Okay. You must end positive. All right. All right. So we start with California. California. Hit me with another one. Montana. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to guess. Okay. Uh, Alaska. And I am between two other states. I'm going to say Texas. DJ, you got the point. All right. Those are the four well, largest states by land. States by land mass. So in, in, in three, sometimes there's a little bit of trivia gets mixed in. Okay. You know, that's what really. <laughs> so, but hey, you got the point. Uh, next up, here we go. You ready? Yes. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Give me a second one. Texas. Hmm. Okay. They could still be teams. They could still be... Uh, I want to kind of go with like a Notre Dame uh, Alabama thing or something here. But give me a third one. Ohio State. Okay. Man, so I don't... Maybe these are the biggest stadiums. Maybe these are the most wins in college. I am going to guess and say it's Notre Dame, but I don't know. Oh, we're looking for Alabama. It was. Four, four winningest college football programs in history. Okay. But yeah, it was, a, it was a tough one. No doubt about it. Uh, you were right there. Um, came down to the 50-50. Uh, so basically, wow. I've got one. Of those. you came down to a 50-50 and you, you, you broke even. And so now here we are Woo. in the final one. All I'm, you got to do is, is, is get it after the second one to win. Dang. Unfortunately, you got to get it after the second one. Getting after the third, you would break even, which is not good enough. Well, I'm, I have one point right now, though. No, no, you lost a point on that one. Yeah, but I got one. The first, I carried one over and I no, got. No, no carryover. Oh, one. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. All right, so you are you need to get this one after two. So okay. No point in even asking for third. First, first one is drama. Okay, give me the second. Turtle. Ooh. Uh, drama. Okay. What was the main guy? Adrian. Um. Hmm. Uh. I do not. I'm gonna lose because I do not know the other two characters on Entourage. It's the the main guy, who was either played by or his name was Adrian. And then 
the other dude who ended up being like an agent or something. If I think yep. if we had gone the other way on this, maybe I could have come up with Johnny Drama and and Turtle, but I can't go yep. the I can't go the other way on it. That is what makes it tough. It's yeah. Vinny and E. Oh no Vinny way! And E or Eric would have been acceptable for E. Uh, you did great. You made it to the final round. Well done. Well, maybe we'll bring you back on point line. Triangle okay. Square. That's great. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to be back. I would love to be the, back. The big prize. <laughs> All right, Rush, here's one for you. Um, and this is just off of, of person personal, if we if we drop the the pun. Here's the situation. It's pretty straightforward, Rush. How are you with people's privacy? How were you with your brother's privacy growing up? Did you ever read someone's journal or something not meant for you? If you were to stay at someone's house and knew they didn't have like internal cameras, is there snooping to any level? Um, that you would engage in, even if it's just opening up the cabinets in the living room. So it's multi-pronged, but all around the same sort of central theme. And this, we can all, we can kind of keep this to the past because I know, I know that even part of your job now is respecting probably privacy in a, in a large way. So this is kind of more growing up or like, or if you're in an Airbnb, let's say, um, you know, what, how, how are you, how were you as a kid with people's privacy and, how are you now in, uh, you know, in a, like a look in the bathroom mirror kind of way? Yeah. Uh, so I, I have no interest ever. And I always like laugh at that one, the bathroom mirror, which is like a big, mm-hmm. you know, a big trope. Right. On, uh, in cinema. And, and, uh, I don't, I don't totally understand it. I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't want, somebody to look through my bathroom mirror, but I, I wouldn't care that much anyway. I, I feel like, and I don't know if it is, but like a lot of times it's in a dating situation where I think they're looking to see if they've had some sort of like venereal disease medicine or something like okay. that, perhaps yeah. I think, but yeah. Yeah. I guess that's it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have that sort of curiosity as a kid. I was always like pr- pretty, pretty much a rule follower. Um, I do think if I knew as a kid that you had something that I was really interested in, I, I could have been like a, a problem snooper okay. uh, or, or, or just not respected the, your ownership rights over something. If it was so, like a little toys like or a collection of like figurines, but I had them in a box hidden in the closet or something like that kind of thing. or Right. So let's say there's a child lock on the thing and inside that that that. Uh, cabinet are a bunch of board games that I had never seen as a kid. Yeah. Like I, I, I would have just opened it and taken them out and started playing with them. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I think, you know, if I went to somebody's house and they had toys that I really wanted to play with, I would probably, you know, I think I knew better than to, than to like just take their toys. But if they weren't around for some reason, I mean, uh, you know, they they got to run an errand with their mom and and I'm you know hanging out and that, they've got their baseball card collection yeah like uh, as a kid I would have like looked through all of that I yeah. would have been too curious not to not to see it so it would have to be something that uh, I was interested in and I I think I wouldn't have been um, I, you know I can I can think of um, a couple of examples my friend Christopher Bracken had a uh, had a, had a game that was like a, it was really terrible game. It was a knockoff <laughs> of Trivial Pursuit, which, okay. which is one area you and I really disagree. I think Trivial Pursuit is, a, it was probably a good game, maybe at the time it was put together, but 
I don't think it's a good game. Like, you know, you, you just roll and I love it. Uh, the rolls are so luck based. There would be so many better ways to put together a good trivia. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that said, like the dynamics of rolling around, roll again, roll again, roll again. I hate. I just love that there was a box filled with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions. You know, like yeah, oftentimes uh, yeah. I would just skip the game and like we would just get a piece of paper and write down hash marks for each correct answer and just read the card from top to bottom, you know? Agreed. You Clearly, there are better ways to play Trivial Pursuit out of the box. Right. Than, than the, <laughs> and there's nothing, there's just nothing more frustrating than like, I uh, landed on like, okay, do, do we want, we, we go take the sports again and yeah. it takes like 45 rolls just to land on the green finally. Yeah. Um, but he had this game uh, that was, it was trivia but it was in space and it had all the planets and it was very colorful. And as far as I can tell, cause I've gone in, in recent years and looked at that game. I don't think it had anything to do with space. space. Whatsoever. Okay. There wasn't I a space was category like, amongst the questions or anything or. No, no, I think it was like, I think the, the planets were different colors and, and it was trivial pursuit, but like the planet, you, you landed on planets instead of. Was nothing. it called mind space or anything like that? Was it called the headspace or, or something like that? I mean, I, I, I'll give you the name of it. I'll look it up here in a minute. But uh, but he had that game, and, and it just I was just drawn to it. I wanted to play that game, and uh, they had it like I would see it in the cabinet, you know. And they and like they didn't want to play it. Similarly, my my cousins, the Effingers, I spent a lot of time at my cousin's house. They were very great, like uh, you know, babysitters, and they they had three daughters and. Um, one was basically my age. It was like one year older and the other two were, were older than her and they were all like great athletes. So I looked up to them and, you know, they were, they were like cool kids in my high school or whatever. So they were, uh, but I, you know, when I was, I don't know, gosh, from five years old to 12 years old, I spent a lot of time over at their house and, and it was a great house. They had like a trampoline in the backyard, oh, cool. basketball goal and a swimming pool and, uh, but they, none of them had any interest in like video games and I loved video games. And so I would always want to like sneak back into their <laughs> one room where they had this crappy computer and go play like the terrible video games that were available there. And, uh, and I knew I like shouldn't go like, you know, into this room cause I wasn't like told I could go in there, but I would just be like, I just kind of hang around that door. <laughs> it sounds like your forbidden fruits were like treasures as opposed to like someone's hidden secrets. Yeah. I, I never would have cared about that. I mean, my brother kept like, I, I mean, I've, I've made this joke many times. My brother was like Kevin Spacey in seven. He had like notebooks <laughs> like, just filled with, I don't even know what he's writing. His notebooks all over his uh, room. He, that was like his, you know, he was like, uh, like Kikowski when we talked to, you know, just like, he was like a compulsive uh, list maker. He just okay. loved making them. And I, I, I never looked, I mean, I didn't care, you know, didn't want to bother. And I felt like, I did feel like it would be an invasion of okay. privacy. To, so that was know. there even from a younger age that this was, this is invading someone's personal thoughts or, yeah, or yeah. I, look, I mean, I grew up, you know, in a privileged situation where like I had a room and my brother had a room and my view was like, I mean, it was, it was kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, a doomsday device or mutual, mutually assured destruction. Right. I was like, <laughs> I, like you, if I don't go in his room and mess around with his stuff, it makes it less likely he's going to come mess around with my stuff. So, but I, I, I never had, I, you know, I, I have never in my life with, with a, with a girlfriend 
anything, uh, felt even like a little bit compelled to like try to figure out their password and read stuff that they have in their email yeah. or whatever. Like, and if, if somebody just had it sitting open, I, it's not, I'm not like trying to pretend I'm like, you know, so, yeah, a good person. I just, it's not a, it's not particularly interesting to me. Yeah. I hear. That's a good way to be, buddy. That's a good way to be. And a good way to have been for a long time as well. All right. So, TJ, I looked up that game, which which I rated a 2 out of 10. Okay. On, uh, board, board game website here. IQ 2000. Uh, it, was ah. built, it was uh created in 1984. There's only 300 people on this site that have ever rated it. Like Other Ooh. games have like 30,000. Rush. So it's not, not a popular game. Do you think by the year 2000 we'll have gone, like have seen all the space and stuff? Maybe, you know, maybe that's it. That you know, by the time we get to that year, we'll we'll be traveling inter interstellarly and all that stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, it just says that the tagline is "travel through the solar system by answering trivia questions." But the <laughs> trivia questions had nothing to do with the solar system, uh, and you have to get to the fictional planet called Quizar. Oh, okay. And, uh, and and the questions are divided into A and B categories by difficulty, so the children of this different ages can play. But it's got nothing to do with Is it this. our solar system, but just with the addition of Quizar, or are they all fictional planets as well as Quizar? Or do you just go from like Neptune to Pluto to Quizar? You go from Earth to oh, Quizar is really a, a, an interesting looking spot. Uh, you go from <laughs> Earth, yeah, you go to Mars and oh, Jupiter, that's Saturn. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, you go you go straight out and and I mean, the board is kind of ugly that I look at it now and, and you know, but it was at the time uh, I was, uh, I mean, first of all, like what kid doesn't like the planets? You know? Right. But I, I'm also give it a, I also give it a two. You can add my rating to that. Make it 301 people on there and I'm giving it a two as well. Yes. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> that game really upset, really upset with the game. And a one, a one is reserved for games that aren't games. Okay. Like tic-tac. Tic-tac-toe. Like, like Russian be, roulette. Yeah, Russian roulette. Uh, I think I put the campers not tying challenge game that one of my relatives gave me one time. All right. TJ, uh, here's the situation. Yep. I'm going to do for you just a few hot blops. Ooh. We're going to do some quick ones. These Ooh. are just random ones that I've written down over time. Nice. One of them did, did kind of tie to a little bit to exclamation, but more okay. specifically to claymation. Oh, but, gotcha. uh, it's probably I time, think, probably time for us to do another hot plops before too long, huh? We should do another yeah. hot plops. And I didn't, I didn't go through all the ones, but I just pulled, I think I pulled four. Okay, of, great. Uh, I think so. This will be quick. Uh, so starting with the claymation one, uh, would you rather see South Park in live action or Cheers turned into claymation? South Which Park. of those shows would be more interesting? South to Park live action. Uh, why? Uh, I think it'd be more interesting to see animated come to real life than than real life translate. I've seen like Community did a claymation episode, and you're like, okay, that's fine, but like you lose you lose uh, specificity and lose something in that translation as opposed to I think things would be added in the translation. Like just to see Cartman, like who they cast as a like, you know, is it someone we know made up to look like Cartman, or do they find like a kid who looks a lot like Cartman, or like you know, or whatever? I think that would be more fun. Okay. Uh, what's one sport you wish you had learned when you were younger and what's one sport could be the same sport that you'd still like to learn as you get older? I think probably is I, it's, I, I dabbled with golf as a kid, but that seems like a thing that you can really like, 
I don't love that it's like a thing thought of like a rich country club sport, but it's a great way to take a walk when you're 70, you know, and, and still do something. So I, I probably wish I had done that, especially like I'm almost 50 now. So it's, it, it's, it's like I, thinking ahead. It's one of the few things that I'll kind of probably be able to like, you can literally drive a freaking cart, get out and, you know, 90 times swing a pretty light stick, you know, like, yeah. so that's probably golf for both. Golf for both. Yeah. I, I would definitely have had skiing, for uh the first one like i wish i was good at skiing which i feel like you kind of have to be as a kid or else you just don't get i i realized like i I my uncles had a ski shop and i never learned how to ski that's how much i dislike i think having my freedom of movement inhibited i hate like i like walking only on the hard part of the beach um i don't like walking in on ice mud snow because I, I don't like the uncertainty of my feet. The couple of times I've cross-country skied, I was okay once we were moving, but I hated having skis on my feet, even water skiing. I just hated the sensation of having these big, long boards on my feet. It, so, it felt so awkward and like, um, I, 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 like I was almost like trapped or endangered by, by having these things on that I, that I couldn't, couldn't figure out how to move properly. So yeah, not me. Very interesting. All right. Uh, better old timey exclamation. Ooh. Another one that, that ties to exclamation. Uh, I'll be hogwallered mm-hmm. or my wig and whiskers. Oh, my wig and whiskers. That's that's great. That's I feel great. like we got to bring that one back. Yeah, uh, I, I, think, I think I could manage. Is there one. any uh, <laughs> follow up to that? Is there any um, kind of concept besides surprise that has better better exclamations than than surprise does like is there anger or yeah like uh, there's a lot of good ones like hit your hammer hit your thumb with a hammer kind of kind of stuff there are so many ways that people try to avoid saying god damn it like yeah it you know like stuff you've heard is all just ways around daggummit you know like there's there's 50 ways people try to avoid saying god damn it you know like and i love the ones that end up like really kind of long and specific where they're like Timothy Traveler and the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My grandmother was great. My Polish grandmother was great for the whole the full out Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, you know, the whole the whole gang. Right. And and it's funny because like you're only gonna you're only gonna say the thing you, you mean not to say for the very first part of that <laughs> right. <laughs> when you're it, you, like, by the time you get to Caesar's ghost, yeah. you're no longer in danger of the, dropping an F. The rest right? is just sticking the follow through. That's all the, that's yeah. all the rest is. Yeah. But yeah, I, Style I like points. Too. My, my wig and whiskers really <laughs> seems like a, an interesting one. Um, and so my last hot plot for you is uh, what's one job that you had that you never wanted. And what's one job you've always wanted, but never had. Ooh, okay. One job I had but never wanted. Oh, I was I ran orders into the pits at the uh, Chicago Board of Trade uh, in the grain pits. And I just needed any old job. And a roommate said he knew someone down there. Uh, That was that was a not fun job that like was it too too stressful or it was it was on the like the people all hell broke loose every single day on schedule at, you know, at the start of this bell, no one was happy to see you. No one, like it was just angry dudes throwing elbows and grabbing shit out of your hands. And like, 
There was there was like forty year old guys having you know strokes and shit like that. And then as right. soon as as soon as the um the the trading floor stopped, these dudes would go off and get loaded super right. super fast, pound it so they could make their suburban trains by you know like four thirty in the afternoon. We'd go back to the office to tally stuff, and these dudes would come in blasted you know by four in the afternoon or it was just tragedy everywhere well, they, they also got to go to bed at like seven yeah so right get like drunk early in the day because it, they got to be up at four yeah and they'd order like the double tall boys on the train you could get you know these the, yeah. the beer on the train but yeah so they yeah they had to be up at four to get back to the train to be into town by whatever five thirty after their hour-long train ride and I it was terrible on a train though i love it uh, you got to be careful. <laughs> if there's a bathroom car, then I love it. Yeah. If there's not, then you got to be careful. But, but you know, for me, it, the train ride is such a rare experience. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, if I'm getting on a train, it's usually on a Friday afternoon, maybe a Thursday, I'm going to take Friday off. It's just always like the start of something fun. Yeah. And so like, I'm, I'm about to put the howl, uh, you know, uh, the, the quick fade, the early collapse. And you know, where I always lose the masters on Thursday. I've had so, all nice train travel except for one absolute horrific time on the rails that I'll 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 save for another time because it's a long and gruesome story. Might have to hot plop that one later. Okay. Uh, but we we still have what's the one job you all, uh, oh. always wanted but never had? Um, wanted but never had. I've had some nice little jobs, some nice jobs that I did like. Um. Mm. Professional ball player. That okay. is, I wanted to be, I wanted to, yeah, wanted to play ball professionally for sure. All righty. Uh, uh, that's it. That's it for the hot plops. I love me some hot plops. So here's the situation, Rush. I'm going to give you some sentences. I'm going to read them as nat- as neutrally as I possibly can. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to decide are they best um, stated as a sent as a statement as a question or as an exclamation. And then I'd like you to say them back to me in the way that you think they're best, they're best served. Okay. Okay. So there will be without punctuation. I will try and give them, I'll try and give you just a flat read. You can decide what, what you think should happen to them and then give them back to me in that form. Ready? Yep. The first one, Sarah is alive. feel like that one is best as Sarah is alive. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. I I, I love it. Okay. This is the second one. Some bears, some bears. S-O-M-E bears. Yeah. Yeah. So the the punctuation, I'll see if you can get it from my intonation. It's been a long time since I did any acting, but uh, I think, I think the way that one should be said is, some bears, some bears. Yeah, I like I like that. Yes, that's that's how I thought of it. <laughs> that someone like Mikey said to you, and there might be some bears there. Some bears, and there was like fifty-eight. Right. Bears. Yes. Yeah. Some bears. Some bears. Yeah. Yeah. I like. All right. Here's uh, here's your next one. That bat-faced kid said, "Take a left at the Wendy's." Ah <laughs> uh, man. I can definitely see it. Uh, I can definitely see it two ways. Um, okay. But I think I think I'm going to start with um, uh, 
Uh, that that bad face kid said, "Take a left at the Wendy's." Great, straight out, straight out statement. Period. At the end of that, straight moment. out statement, but also like, uh, just kind of a reminder. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I could def, I could definitely be. Uh, that bad fa- that bad face kid said, "Take a left at the Wendy's." <laughs> <All right. laughs> which which i like because it seems like the back kid the bad face kid gave you already gave you some reasons to think he was right on some stuff you know like he was sharp on the on the frosty recommendation he was really really good on this but he said take a left at the window why would he right why would he there's like there's no road to the left (laughs) right there's just right yeah pull through like a farm or something yeah i feel like i feel like at that point though he's been so right about so many things you're going into the farm you're taking the left and driving right into the farm at that point is that's what he said well we got nothing else better to go yeah that's right yeah he's the, the authority so far how about this one rush the washington generals won by 18 Uh, I think that one's like the Washington Generals won by eighteen. Uh-huh. Great, I hear it. this might be cause for the Intero bang. This one, this one might be. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Right. I took the Globe Trotters. The, right, plus, the one time I bet I the Globies. The Globe Trotters <laughs> plus seventeen. How big of a bet was that? I teased every game twenty. You know. <laughs> Because I knew that the Globe Chargers would win or lose by one or two points. Right. Uh, How about this one, Rush? Perfect Strangers has been off the air for 60 years. <laughs> I mean, you're out of your mind if that's an exclamation point. Uh, okay. That's like, that, per- that person's <laughs> in an asylum, right? It's like, <laughs> Perfect Strangers has been off the air for 60 years. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> The worst, like, time travel movie. (laughs) That's what he went back. That's what he wanted to confirm. He finished building the machine. The the, the guy's like, you know, he's in the future. He doesn't know it yet. You know how they always have that, like, three minutes before. And they're always like, what, what, what? What is today? Right. Wednesday. And they're like, what year? (laughs) Right. He says. He's like, all right, time travel. Like, if anyone ever asked me that, I know that they're, like, they think they're time traveling. Right. right? Whoever says what year. Here, except in time traveling. Here's, 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 a, here's one thing that happened on that train trip. Um, I pulled my hat down over my eyes. I had like a, a pretty, a pretty thick knit cap. Um, and I pulled my hat over my eyes and I fell, I fell asleep leaning on my, on my arm on the tray. So I'm guessing what happened was I woke up and just had like grid, like a grid, um, impression indentation on my face because right. I pull up my hat and at this point we were stopping but we weren't always letting people off I I started to walk down the aisle and there was an old man in front of me wearing at least two pairs of pants like I thought he was the weirdo I I say excuse me sir where are we and I must have looked weird because he turned around like his eyes went super wide and he went Buffalo New York United States. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so so it would be like the world's worst reveal in a time travel movie for like the guy to show up and he's like he goes to his home, you know, uh, and it's like the same home, but it's twenty years in the future, and he's like walking around. And it, it, a couple of things are like starting to look a little weird, and then the, and then he like turns on the TV and they're like now. Now celebrating the 60th anniversary of the cancellation of Perfect Strangers. He's like, wait a second. 
Perfect Strangers went off the air in 1989. I Perfect Strangers has been canceled for 60 years. I thought I thought you had him on the street being like, "You, you, sir, you. How long has Perfect Strangers been off the air?" Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like six decades. Right. It, takes, it takes a long time to figure it out. All right. Um, how about this one? One of those guys in the green shirts punched me in the belly. Uh, I think that one is uh, uh, one of those guys in a green shirt punched me in the belly. Okay, great. I great. think you're you're probably describing it to someone. You, you're making some sort of report. Great. Um, last two. And if you're asking a question, we'll yeah, right. I hear you. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, that mule. I, I hope it's oh, oh that <laughs> great great clarification kind of feel yeah. of that one great yeah oh I, I, it turns out I shot the wrong one <laughs> right. you asked me to put you asked me to put one down oh gosh and last last one question statement or exclamation Agnes can't be a ghost we and then oddly enough periods of ellipsis at that point so he doesn't finish the second sentence. Uh, Agnes can't be a ghost. We. Uh, yeah, I guess that one's just. Um... A- a- Agnes can't be a ghost. We... Oh. Oh, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> oh, yeah. No, Agnes is a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I see it. Yeah. Now All I right. see it. Great. All right, TJ. Good work. Here is the situation. Hit me. We are going to play the final before the the, the absolute final champion of champions. Oh my so we've word. got nine rounds plus a tenth one where we picked Ireland as the venue for the finals. Um, but we are going to play champion of champions. Uh, for those that have never heard uh, this before, uh, here's how it works. Uh, we're going to pick ten champions, ten, ten folks from a particular area of life, and we're going to pit them against each other in several contests, eliminating one champion with each contest. So the key is not uh, who wins, but uh, the key is to not finish last. TJ likes to say, you need not outrun the lion. You need only outrun your friend. So uh, we'll do eight rounds. We'll eliminate somebody each time. And then the final two will get into a best of three uh, contest. And then that winner will get uh, uh picked for the final champion of champion of champions where they will go head to head with our other nine winners. And that's coming up soon. Uh, but TJ, yes, for the final round going off of personnel and going back to personal, I have decided to include 10 of your absolute favorite people okay. in different genres, different Ooh. things. So it's really, a, 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 it's, it's kind of TJ's actual oh, personal champions. My champions. And uh, I did not include any family members, uh, so that would include Beth. Okay. So, so Beth and your family didn't make it in because I didn't want to pit uh, family members against family members. But uh, I'm going to give you the 10. Yes. Wow. Uh, if you feel like uh, one or more of these ought to come out and you want to put somebody else in, please do. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. I've got the questions ready regardless. So uh, here are the 10 that I selected, but you may want to make some changes. All right. Thank you. Uh, the first we've discussed many times is uh, one of your favorite uh, actors, actresses in the world. That is Miss Allison Janney. Ah, yes. Comes up quite often on the podcast. You're a big Allison Janney fan. I am indeed. Uh, 
Also in the acting category, we went with uh, one we've talked about many times, one of your maybe favorite uh, actors, <laughs> that is the great Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman is in there. Great. Uh, we're also throwing in um, your longtime, uh, your longtime improvisation partner. Uh, the two of you having done TJ and Dave for wow. over a decade, uh, playing across the country and in uh, London and other places as well. Mr. Dave Pasquazzi, wow. Uh, wow, wow. great actor, uh, Dave Pasquazzi. So a lot of actors in here. Um, one more from the uh, from the improv world, and this was, uh, to my understanding, uh, perhaps your. Your closest friend as you came up touring uh, through Second City and uh, and also a great friend of yours on the stages at Second City. And that is Mr. Jack McBrayer, yeah, who Jack. our uh, viewers may uh, may well know is uh, Kenneth Page from uh, 30 Rock and, and many other great uh, performing roles he's done. The pride of Conyers from Macon to but Conyers, yeah, Georgia. Conyers, Georgia, not yeah. far from my hometown at all. Um couple sporting figures it just felt right to put a few sporting figures in because yep. they've done pretty well in the championship champion so far and one is uh one is the great ted williams Teddy yeah. ball game i think you know maybe your favorite red Sox, but i also threw in another another more recent one who i think has been the greatest of the recent red Sox, and that is the great pedro martinez ah, i love Pedro. uh who, who i know you're uh, uh rightfully so a, a huge supporter of and was was integral in uh bringing the title to uh, the Red Sox. Uh, you know, we don't talk about him that much, but I don't know how you could be, f- you know, from the Boston area and not be a Larry Bird fan. Oh, so yeah. Larry, Love Larry. Bird in there. Also threw in, uh, uh, not Ted Danson, uh-huh. but Sam Malone. Okay. Sounds Sam good. Malone, who you and I have, have shared, I believe, Share the View is the greatest TV character of all time, or at least in that conversation. You know, if he loses, he might lose to another guy in that show who I adore as coach. Yeah, well, maybe coach is moving in for somebody. So uh, then, then we've got uh, the great talk show host, uh, and and one of uh, we have talked on the podcast before. One of your and I's biggest comedic influences growing up, and that was David Letterman. Couldn't not be influenced by that guy. To be anywhere around our age and not be influenced by that guy is, I think, impossible. And the tenth and final one is is someone another fictional character that I know you hold in the highest regard. And that is Mr. Atticus Finch. Ah. Couldn't, do, couldn't do the champion of champions without Atticus Finch. So oh, you are cool. you are free to take uh, one Leave or, two or th- three. Leave them as out. is. Let's roll. Let's roll with these this this crew as is. This is a nice group of champions. All right. So uh, now sometimes I like to play around a little bit with the uh, with the category, and this time um, each one of the first eight is going to be named after a movie, and you'll understand that it's basically they have to. They have to kind of try to achieve the the quest or challenge that uh, the main characters faced in a certain movie. Okay. But I'll describe it uh, regardless. So here we go. Champion of champions. Uh, and I'm going to just um, start with number one here, which I, I call the 1917. And so in, in the 1917, you're on the front lines. Your radios are down. You have no communications. And you need somebody to cross enemy lines to get a critical message out to a battalion leader to let them know that they're headed into an ambush. Who of these champions uh, would do the worst job, would be the last choice uh, for you to assign that critical mission of walking that uh, walking I'm, across enemy lines? I'm going to lose someone I love every time here. Um, That's right. We're going to start off with losing David Letterman. I think he would be terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> at that. Yeah, 
think that is fair to say. <laughs> I, I'm not sure he. I'm not sure he does it. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he way. just says, "I'm not doing that." You know, like, and and you find some other way to get that message over there. I'm leaving now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the great David Letterman. He was honestly it was always going to be hard for David Letterman <laughs> to get to the champion of champions. There are just too many categories where yeah, he's yeah. not going to be very interesting. Uh, next up, we have what I'm calling the Ready Player One. Uh, you need someone on your team to help you on a uh, grand treasure hunt with billions of dollars on the line where the key to success is uh, pretty specific early 80s to early 90s pop culture knowledge and puzzle solving ability. Who is uh, who, who is um, hmm. yeah, now the, the only thing that I that I that I want to change a little bit is um, 80s and 90s. It doesn't have to be. 80s and 90s specifically yeah. it just has to be more like very specific pop culture knowledge because yeah. obviously some folks uh you know weren't alive then or, or what happened i uh i think uh i think i'm gonna have to lose um if he didn't know anything about about anything it might be pop culture but he didn't seem to know about that either if i remember correctly we're gonna lose sam alone who is famously stupid uh as far yeah. as the, as far as the character goes I, but he, I mean, he would have tried hard though, you know? Yeah. He, he, like, he's good to have for the last one when he says, like, he says something accidentally that unlocks it of like, well, if you're going to do that, you may as well just like put it in the basket, you know, like, and then it is in the basket. But, but in the meantime, he's just, he's not going to offer much, uh, much useful stuff. Yeah. But like always would be fun. Would would be great to have. Like if, if you if you were allowed to have a fifth team member who mm-hmm. just is not allowed to contribute to the puzzle solving, yeah. it'd be great to have. And that. you don't want any women on the team though. Like cause he's just he would just spend all of his time hitting on That's it. True. You know, it'd have to be an all male squad. That's true. Uh next up we have the uh the doubtfire. Uh and here <clears throat> you have to uh, dress up as a maid or butler of the opposite sex in order to win back the love of your estranged family. You got to pull off the disguise uh, for long enough to uh, to be able to uh, integrate into the family and, and build up their trust and love before you uh, before you come clean. So it's got to be great disguise and also uh, you know uh, yeah uh, some real contrition to, to make it I, all work. I'll give you who the two best uh, to the two best at this, and then who the two worst would be. So McBrayer and Pasquazi would kill at this. Would absolutely murder and do amazing at this. <laughs> Here's the two worst, Ted Williams and Larry Bird. Um, so it's going to be like Williams is famously prickish. He is a true old dyed in the wool son of a bitch. Bird is six, eight, maybe. Right. Like, so pulling off a six, eight lady is going to be no good. And my guess is Bird cannot do any kind of voice. Like, never mind, you know, never mind opposite sex and whatever. So, um, because Ted Williams is prettier and might, might be like, you might be able to like make him a prettier woman. I am going to have to bounce Larry. I'm going to have to bounce Larry legend on this. I think he would do a bad job. I think Larry bird struggles there. I think Allison Janney does a great turn as the, as the Butler Mm -hmm. or uh, male maid, whatever. But I think, I think she nails it. I think she, she'd be up there with, uh, uh, with, with with the improvisers but uh yeah I, it, it's clearly 
I, I don't know how good Pedro Martinez is going to be. Uh, I, I don't either. Are gonna struggle. But Pedro's 5'9", I think. I think yeah. he, you know, so at least even from a height point of view, but Larry would be one of the tallest women on earth. Yeah, and his back is killing him yeah. the whole time. It would be. Like, it's just going to be a nightmare for yeah. him. Uh, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't fault that, uh, that pick at all. So adios to uh, Larry Bird. So all we have left is Ted Williams, Dave Pasquazzi. Uh, we got Jack McBrayer. Yep. We got Allison Janney. Yep. We got Atticus Finch. Yep. We got Pedro Martinez. Yes. And we got Gene Hackman. We do. Who, who Gene Hackman would be like intrigued by because he saw Robin Williams uh, <laughs> <He did. laughs> uh, with Nathan Lane in the Bird Cave. Right. He'd be like, look, I, it's, I, I'm, I'm kind of doubtfire uh, adjacent. <laughs> I know how to play All right. So, uh, number four, the Frodo. Okay. Uh, mm. So everybody has got to take a, um, a a a a prized and super valuable possession to its destruction, despite promises of uh, just extreme riches and power. Hmm. Should they keep this keepsake for themselves, and the journey to destroy this keepsake is going to be both long and fraught with peril. Okay. Um, so it's a combination of both being able to pull all that off, like get it to, to actually be able to get it to where you need to destroy it, but also to not be corrupted by uh, the the allure of the uh, of the of the riches okay. and the uh, so uh, power. I'm going to talk this one through because I don't love anyone. I, I don't love anyone to fail this. So yeah. um, I I we we're not losing McBrayer, we're not losing Pasquazzi, and we're not looking. And we're not losing Atticus Finch because they have the un, un, unassailable moral fiber to uh, to to not to not fail this. I think I'm keeping Ted and Pedro for their athleticism. I think I, uh, I think they're up to the physical challenge of this, perhaps more than others. Um, Allison Janney is played quite often as sort of like awkward a little slapsticky and maybe that's just for laugh i don't know if that's based on anything actual but hackman as like if i think of hackman as like popeye doyle or um royal tenenbaum he seems kind of like cagey and a battler and stuff so as much as i hate to say it i think I think if, if only from the stuff that I see her in and the associations I've made to slapstick humor, which has her falling down and hitting her, you know, hitting her arms and legs on things. I think I lose Allison Janney here. All right. Uh, you hate to see you hate to see Miss Allison Janney go. Indeed. But uh, look, it's it, they're all champions. Yes. Know? Nobody. Nobody made this without being a champion. Yeah, this is like a this is almost a champion of champions to me right here. This is a, yeah. almost a champion of champion of champions. Well, I wanted to make sure that at least, you know, that, that there would be some competition for a few of the, the early Vegas favorites. Yeah, in, right. Uh, you got to put Yoda to the test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I like I like McBrayer versus Yoda in a lot of stuff. I love that yeah. matchup. If if, if Jackie know, makes Yoda's, it. Yoda's tough. He Yoda's is. Tough. He is, but McBrayer's, McBrayer's, he's cagey and wiry. All right. Yeah. If it's like lift, <laughs> lift thirty tons. Then yeah, Yoda's I love Yoda in that. Yeah, I love Yoda. Yeah, I love Yoda there. Uh, <laughs> if it's like show you good time in Conjures, Georgia. Oh, I. Close. I mean, I'm gonna have a good time with both. I'm gonna have a better yeah. time with Jack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, number five is the Herald and Kumar. Uh, okay. You've you've had a long night and you want to go to White Castle late night. You need somebody to get you there. 
and to keep you good company while you're there. Who's the who's the last uh, last person you want in the uh, you know two a.m. making sure you get to a White Castle? You know, I hate to say it, but uh, I I mean I know Dave and Jack are gamers. I think Hackman might be up for it. I think we lose Atticus Finch here. I think he thinks it's a bad idea, and he and he lets that be on his face. I don't even think he says much. I just see the disappointment in his eyes. Like this is not a time for eating. This is a time for sleeping to get up early and get going tomorrow. Um, but certainly baseball players have burnt all sorts of midnight oil doing who knows what. So I don't think they're going to have any judgment there. I Unfortunately, think right. I, think I think we lose Atticus. Yeah. I think you're like waking Finch up and he's like, oh boy. Boy, uh, now is not uh, the look, time I mean, to be doing and this. And it's not even that he's upset with you. It's that you feel guilty yep. because he's got something that feels important tomorrow. And yep. now you've dragged him out here and, you know. It just it's just no good. No. All right. So we're down to Teddy Ballgame and Pedro Martinez. The Red Sox really showing well. Yes. Um my personal and, friends uh, are doing our showing as well as the Red Sox are. <laughs> yeah. And your your close personal friends, Dave Pesquazy and Jack McBray, are doing great. Uh and then Gene Hackman is just a yeah. you know, he's a machine. You know, yeah. Who can solve him? We'll see. Uh so next up is called the Rounders. Uh so now all these people have to play against a Russian KGB or mob connected uh, underground casino owner in a uh, one-on-one high-stakes poker match where losing means more than just financial ruin. Okay. Who is, who's the worst here? I, I lose one of my dearest friends here because despite it being basically the same storyline as in the first season of 30 Rock, I don't think Jack has the savvy to hang in there, to hang in there in this situation. I think he feels the heat a bit here. Uh, and and I, 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 unfortunately, we lose Jackie Mac. Not uh, a big poker player. No, no. Uh, he, did, did, did play. That you're right. I, I hadn't thought about that, but there was that episode where he plays uh, Alec Baldwin. Yep. Like, uh, yeah. Lemon. In a uh, a few years from now, will either all work for him or be dead by his hand? Is what that's Baldwin right. says about Jack in that episode. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, uh, we hate we hate to see him exit, but look, they're all champions. Uh, so, Teddy Ballgame, Pedro Martinez, Dave Pasquazi. Gene Hackman, and they're making the turn. Uh, and the next one is the Bottle Rocket. Ooh. Uh, so here uh, they got to pull off a, a very real, relatively low stakes, but 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 serious uh, robbery with almost no training whatsoever, hmm. and and basically no help. So they've got to go from um, you know pretty much zero to sixty uh, to try to pull off this robbery. If you throw Gene Hackman out here, you're out of your mind. The yeah. guy, um, no. Guy's it's, probably done this in six movies. It's it's one of the athletes because um, Pasquazi also would be great at this. I mean, not only for the improvisational factor of it, but he's just he's cagey, he's smart, he's uh, he's nimble. Um, it's either Teddy Ballgame and Pedro. There's no one who I think is horrible at this. I just think Williams would be a bigger asshole about it, and you don't want that in this in this crew right now we don't need that energy in a crew that already has a lot of tension in it so teddy ball game does not uh does not make it through there all right all right we're down to three pasquazi pedro and gene Hackman. three very different fields you know representative uh, representatives coming from from three very different pursuits so 
Uh, and the uh, the next one, I'm calling it the Lucky Day, but it's really the Three Amigos. Okay. And one of my favorite comedic speeches of all time is when Steve Martin has to give the motivational speech to uh, uh, to, to the town um, that is, uh, you know, as they've lost all hope and they think El Guapo is on his way uh, to defeat them um, uh, in, in Santa Poco. And so uh, what they've got to do is give a speech. Um, to, to inspire an endangered town who is, uh, who, who is under the thumb of a ruthless despot uh, and inspire them to rise to a revolution and, uh, and, get, and put their best foot forward in, in standing up this, to this, uh, this test. This is going to be really counterintuitive. Um, Hackman goes out here. Mm. I think I, if... And and especially going off of the inspiration of it being the three amigos, I think Pedro would be hilarious doing this. I think Pasquese would be tremendous doing this. I feel like I've seen maybe Hackman do this, and maybe maybe that's part of it. But I think Pasquese and Pedro are the ones that I want I want to have rallying rallying these troops at this time. Um, so Hackman goes. Adios, Gene Hackman. Uh, he was he, he did great, but not great enough. It's Dave Pasquese oh. against Pedro Martinez. As it is, as it is so often, as, as it, it you know, like I mean, it seemed very, destined from the beginning to be these two again. Yes, they've they've gone head to head in so many feats <laughs> of, of strength, and uh, <laughs> I gotta say, it's it's gonna be kind of an interesting. It's gonna be kind of an interesting finals. I, I think. love it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so here, here are the three. Yes. The first one is a, well, it's, it's a two-parter. Okay. The first one. But there's two different things. So, so the first one is a nuclear bomb everybody believes is about to go off, or, or maybe it's like a comet is, is coming. It's going to hit the Earth. Okay. Whatever it is, there's going to be a big, big, big problem uh, on Earth. And so I've got two that relate to that. The first one is, you got to pick one of these two guys who is going to be what's called the curator. And as the curator, they're going to choose 100 movies, 100 books, 100 pieces of art, 100 pieces of music, and 100 people that are going to be put into a, uh, like a, you know, basically like a safety capsule that is uh, designed to be able to be transported away. And the hopes are, you know, to, to found a new civilization. Uh, after surviving the the the, uh, the comet hit, so okay. they get put underground basically for like ten years, and then they come up. Great, uh, and hopefully the radiation is gone. So I don't think you're gonna have a tough time deciding on that one. No, uh, I'm not sure, but, but we'll see, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> okay. So then the second one is same same situation same situation uh, is occurring, except there is no organization. Nobody is ready, and you got to pick one of these people to be the leader for organizing and, and best preparing uh, a small town of people to figure out what to do in this, in this particular situation. So whether that means get them to safety, whether it means, you know, lead, organize, whatever it is, who, whose hands do you want to put okay. um, the, the, the survival of, of the group into? Yep. And then the third one is a little less gravitas to it. Uh, there's some local bullies who are bragging big time about uh, being able to out eat uh, two people in a in a uh, Pizza Hut buffet eating contest. Yep. 
uh, it's you and your partner. You really want to beat these bullies. Are you picking Pasquese or, or Martinez for that one? Okay, I'll tell you how this goes down. It was tied after the first two because uh, Dave is without a doubt the curator. He has in, uh, no he doubt. has no amazing doubt. taste. He's 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 really well read. He's well viewed or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's absolutely Dave. Um, Pedro is going to be the organizer. Um, a lot of experience with teams and stuff. And Dave is more of a hands off kind of like. No, you guys, you guys are going to be able to figure this out on your own. Like, that's probably how this should happen. Um, let, let me tell you this about Dave Pasquese. He can put the shit away. Wow. Dude can pound. When we would travel to New York, he'd have four or five meals a day and end the, in the evening with like a pasta dish and a pizza. Man can go at it. Dave Pasquese wins for my personal champion of champions. There you go. So I, I did not, I, I mean, I knew Pasquese was going to win number one. I had no idea. I don't know. Uh, you know, I've got no sense. I mean, obviously I think Pedro Martinez could eat a fair amount of pizza, right? He's a mm-hmm. professional athlete, but uh, I, I didn't know where that one was going to go. And then, uh, and then I could have seen it going either way on uh, two and three seemed like they could go either way, but I did think Pasquese would probably win because he was a hundred percent to win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, the second one was if, if you, if, if you wouldn't, if you didn't know him better, like, Dave would be good at, at organizing stuff. Like we, you know, we ran a theater for a while and he's, and he's, he's, you know, good at it, but he's prefers that people find their own way through things, you know, like that, that you take your own, your own journey. So, yeah. So Pedro ended up sneaking one out of there, but yeah, but Dave is, Oh, that's exciting. Dave versus Yoda. Now that's a battle. That's, that's a fair fight. Yeah. Now I hate, I don't want to, you know, if, if you plan to go back and listen to any of them, there'll be some spoilers for the next minute, but I believe we now have our 10. So here are the 10 finalists and we'll, it'll be a few weeks from now, or we'll, we'll have the final champion of champions. But so we got Dave Pesquazy. We got Yoda. We've talked about many times. We got Michael Phelps is in there. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't we, like that. We also have Greg Norman, mm. another athlete. And then we have a third athlete in uh, Ken Griffey jr. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, you know, Pedro not making it. There's no problem. Uh, we got John Wick yep. in there. We got Henry Gondorf, which is uh, Paul Newman's character from The Sting, is in there. We got the great Meryl Streep mm-hmm. is in there. Uh, who am I forgetting? Mm, I don't know. There's been so many. Um, yeah. We got two more in there. Uh, I'll think about those as we continue. But the, the, uh, whoever eight, came out last, I think there was someone after Wick and before the one we just did that was like, okay, that that we thought. Oh, like, Abraham Lincoln, yeah, actual president, Abraham Lincoln. I think we. Yeah, I remember it being a very formidable person, like Pasquazi, Lincoln, and Yoda. I if I was if I was you know placing 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 early odds, I'd like those as my three favorites. Yeah, but you just don't. You just don't know yep, what those. You truly, are. yep. You absolutely don't. You absolutely don't. All right, Rush. Are you ready for the last one? We're back to the top. I am. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Here's the situation. You are under consideration to be added to the staff of the Cosmic Consultation Corporation, an amazingly powerful group that has final personnel say on all groups, companies, affiliations, etc. So your interviewer says, Rush, I'm going to give you some group names, and I want you to tell me what you would do with them personnel-wise. You can leave them as is if you think they're perfectly compromised or compromised Compromise, yeah. Composed. Comprised. Comprised, thank you. Uh, as as is. You can cut people. You can cut and replace people. Or you can just add some people if you like. So you, you can do it in any in any way, shape, or form. You can choose uh, any of those options. So, 
Um, he says, to get you started, he's like, I'll give you my personal opinion on this one. We're going to start with the seven dwarves. He goes, I, I, you know, in a small group of dedicated miners, me personally, I don't want one. I don't want one who's sleepy and I don't want one who's grumpy. I probably add, you know, add, add two or three, but I tell you, I'm going to add diligent and, uh, and, you know, and uplifting or something, but I'm, I don't want no one who's sleepy in my crew. He says, what would you do if you had final personnel decision on the seven dwarves? Uh, major overhaul, major, okay. major overhaul. <laughs> okay. uh, we're, we're not going to have uh, sneezy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not going to have dopey. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, not, I don't want grumpy. Okay. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Bashful. He's okay. He can, he can stay in there. Bashful. Doc. Yeah. Happy. Happy's fine. Who's the seventh one you also threw out? Uh, yeah. Bashful. Doc. Grumpy. Happy, sneezy, sleepy. Sleepy. Okay. Get him out of there. Yeah. So we got Doc, Bashful, Happy. We're going to have uh, uh, Conscientious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have uh, Handy. We're going to borrow him from the Smurfs. Great. Oh, oddly enough. Okay. Good. Um, we're going to have uh, Safety. Okay. Safety yeah. I like first. that. Yep. Safety yep. first. Got to got him for sure. Uh, good old Safety Dwarf. Um, and then um, let's have uh, Cook. Okay, good. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. How many is that? Is, you get, is that like nine dwarves or something? Seven. We seven. did seven dwarves. Okay, you're sticking with seven. Bashful, okay. Happy, conscientious, nice. handy, safety, great. And Cook. Great. So we don't have to have the payroll at all there at all. We can no. just, yeah, yeah. great. Um, how about uh, A team? You know, we got a lot done oh. with that four, uh, but you got a crazy guy flying airplanes and stuff. So I don't know if, you know, I don't know if you're all right with that or what would you do? What would you do there? Yeah, cool. That's a good one. Uh, so we got Hannibal, we got BA, we got Face, and we got Howlin' Mad uh, Murdoch. Howlin' Mad Murdoch. Yeah. Um, boy. You know, so I'm going to start by saying, the only one I would ever consider cutting would be would be Murdoch. I think so. Yeah. Right. The it. other three never going to get cut. Right. Um, so the real question, the first question is, do I want additions? And if so, in in kind of what areas? Yeah. You know. Um, and I don't need anybody to do any planning. That's obviously covered in full. Right. Uh, I got a I got a strong man who's also good as a driver. Um, Terrible in heights. Terrible with, you know, non-terrestrial travel. Uh, Yeah, got to knock him out all the time. It's frustrating, no doubt. But, uh, ooh. Um, Face was kind of your procurement, your inside guy, right? Your your scrounger. Yeah. You know, I want to get, I probably want to swap Murdoch out. And I think, I think, uh, I think some diversity is going to help here a lot. I think we need, I think we need a, uh, kind of a face analog on the, on the female side. Oh, who, nice. Uh, yeah. Who's going to be, um, you know, look, Murdoch, when we, when we lose Murdoch, so she's going to have to be multi-talented. She's going to have, she's going to need to be able to fly, uh, aircraft. So she basically is going to be like, a like all of Murdoch and then to be, half a face. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's going to be like, uh, f- former CIA. Okay. Um, really talented at kind of uh uh running cons but also uh, she's going to be the right hand to to Hannibal in planning you know okay. she's going to be um 
filling that role. Uh, a jill of all, a jill of all trades. It sounds like you know she yeah. she can do it all. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But she doesn't need to be. I always thought it was a little redundant that like Murdoch was also great at like welding stuff. I mean, there was oh, just yeah, so many right. welding scenes in the 18th. Like, more <laughs> There's than you a needed. lot. There's a lot. <laughs> more than you needed. They had so, to armor vehicles quite often. Ve- vehicles that didn't come armored ended up getting armored quite often. The other thing that she's going to have that's going to be incredibly helpful for them is she's not known to be part of the A-team. Oh, gotcha. So she's yeah. going to be like a an ability for them to maintain some level of of, of civilian presence. That's great. In order to uh, to get stuff done. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to add one and get rid of, uh, you know, Murdoch, he was like, he, he was never quite as fun as you thought he was going to be. Right. I hear you. I hear you. For me, you know, yeah, when you're howling mad, you think this is going to be a hoot. Uh, he wasn't, and you never saw the dark side of that of that mental illness either. You know, you know, yeah. they they shot around a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. All right, here's this is a group you may not be super familiar with, Rush. So I I don't know what if, I don't know what, how much you want to do with this. Jackie, Marlon, Tito, Jermaine, and Michael, the J Five. Yeah, wow. You know, I. It's it's. It's kind of incredible every time you hear, you know, ABC or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're like, how old was he? Yeah, he was, right. He was five, <laughs> seven, you know, and uh, and it's almost like he kind of needed, I don't know, it's always hard to talk about Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> you, I hear you. Right? Because, yep. because you're like, did, did some of the things that led to the great things that he was able to do also contribute to the fact that it is seems very likely that the guy was an unbelievable monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so I hesitate to say things like, well, you kind of needed all of these like ancillary, like, like I think if there had been another one of the brothers or sisters who was almost as good as Michael, uh-huh. I think maybe that would have held Michael back from turning into the, you know, musical legend yeah. icon. Like he, he was as iconic as really anyone in our lifetime. Yes. I would say. Yeah, Mike Jordan, Jordan, Michael. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Uh, probably a very, a very short list. Maybe Madonna. Um, as far right. as like worldwide, uh, worldwide um, fame and stardom. But I mean, he 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 was the Beatles of like, yeah, kit you know, kit people that are like forty now, yeah. right? Like he was I mean, El- he was there Elvis. Was nothing he was as big as a Michael Jackson album is getting ready. He was out. our yeah our Elvis. There yeah he was the biggest yeah, thing in the world. Our Elvis. Yeah. That's, that's that's right. That's right. Um, so, so I think you kind of just, I mean, what you want is you want, uh, you want to like swap out the parents to get, uh, or something <laughs> to keep him from, from, from the insanity. But like, you know, it's one of those things, right? It's like the movie whiplash or whatever, where you're like, the question is, did he need this insane upbringing in order to become what he became? Yeah. Uh, because I mean, who else would, would turn their kid into a show pony and, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So I, I guess I probably would say like, let's try to, let's try to get a few more better adjusted kids. In okay. There. So maybe uh, Janet, but, when she gets a little older, we put Janet in there. I don't know. Because Latoya really, didn't seem more well adjusted. I think it's the parent. I think it comes, it comes from the parents, but what, yeah. I, again, I don't know that much about, it. I didn't watch the documentaries and so forth and, and uh, there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance there because, you know, like everybody, I liked I liked Michael Jackson. But, um, you know, it's it's a tough one when his music comes on. It's hard not to be like, well, I, yeah, 
All right, here's the next one, Rush. And I don't even know how many there are, but I got to think there's some fat that could be trimmed here, but but maybe not. I don't know. How about the Smurfs? Oh, God. So so there's like there's like 100 Smurfs, right? Okay. And and it seems like it. I don't know. I don't know if there's 1,000. I don't know if there's if there's 50, but they keep on, you know, they I uh, can't tell the difference or what. I don't know how many yeah, there but are. Yeah, th- but there's only, like, if you, went, if you went and looked at a season of the Smurfs, I bet there's like, 14 smurfs that speak okay yeah maybe 22 yeah like on the high end but you know like they all have they all have personality names right i mean they they can't just be like you can't have a bunch that are like handy and jokey and then there's ron you know like or and dawn they all have to be something i guess yeah but there are a bunch of them that i got no need for um you know the smurfs the Smurfs was maybe the first thing in my life that I kind of watched in this way where I would watch it and I would not really be that entertained. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't be, I didn't like it that much, but I would just kind of, I was like, well, the Smurfs are on. Yeah. So you go ahead and watch the Smurfs. They're like great like app games on your phone. Like, I don't think I yeah. like this anymore, but like it, it sure does eat time. Yeah. It's a, the candy crush of TV. Yeah, right? I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've seen start to finish. 24 episodes of the big bang theory i've never laughed at a single line <laughs> i can't you know? believe you've watched that many what happened who was watching that that that, that you end up were you like sitting there with your grandparents and they're like we're gonna watch this you didn't want to change no the i just no i mean I, it was you know it was on tbs and okay. i just i didn't change the channel and then i mean if i watch the first five minutes of the show like <laughs> i'm probably gonna hang around okay like <laughs> But I've seen, I don't know, I mean, maybe that's high, but at least 10. I've seen at least 10 episodes of Big Bang Theory. I don't like Big Bang Theory, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bad about that. Like, that's part of the reason <laughs> I, I try to often just go cold turkey on TV is because if I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not very selective. I don't even know what channels I have. So <laughs> so I'll just find myself watching, like, I'm like, well, I watched Aragon. You know, it was awful. Uh-huh. But uh, I... I didn't take to change the channel. So anyway, uh, I would get rid of a lot of the Smurfs. Um, <laughs> I think Jokey, I mean, <laughs> what, what kind of premise is that? Right. Yeah. Like he blows people up with right. presents. Yeah. Like uh, the, the writers. He, he should be called room? like Unabomery more than anything. They're, they're just wrapped packages of bombs, right? It's just terrorist Smurfs. Yeah. Um, so no, no thank you to Jokey. Uh, you know, I, I suppose there's like, there's a use for Brainy. You know, he's a good kind mm-hmm. of, foil pain in the ass to have in the show do you so want to go by your other number and just cut 85 percent of the staff uh as far as the smurfs uh, go yeah and then the other thing is i don't know what's going on with smurf hat <laughs> right i mean i know it's like an old joke but like i tr- i don't know what's going on i don't know if she's the mother or the mm-hmm. sister or what and if she's the sister i don't know where the mother is or maybe they don't have smurf sex i don't know but like if they don't have smurf sex like she has sexual gland i i don't know what's going on and there's so a lot of them there's a lot of them to not have smurf sex unless they reproduce like toadstools and it's just like spores, you know, like the houses that they live in or whatever. Yeah. Wearing pants or hiding something. Yeah. So I, I think let's, let's load it up. Let's take about 80, 80 smurfs out of there. Let's load it up with a bunch of more female smurfs or at least, or maybe just have a mama smurf. And then we're like, whatever. Yeah. A, li- right, a litter literally. of smurfs is a hundred, <laughs> you know, but like, let's not have it be smurf at weird. It feels like Papa Smurf had sex with his daughter, maybe, or maybe, you know, nobody knows for sure. I mean, I, I think I think the theory is Gargamel created the Smurfs, maybe, but that doesn't make any sense either. Because why would they call him Papa Smurf? So, I uh, get yeah, get some get get a Mama Smurf in there. 
Also, what's up with Grandpa Smurf? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there is. Is there one? You know, yeah, there's Grandpa Smurf. Oh. So there's a whole so like there's a whole generation missing, right? Where only only Papa Smurf survived, you know. Yeah, that, what do they do? What do they do to their women? It's unsettling. So I'd like to get rid of Grandpa Smurf because he creates unsettling thoughts. And uh yeah, and then there right. we go. All right. How about the four major sports leagues? You want to add, uh, uh, add or cut any teams from the four major sports leagues? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I look. I mean, I, I don't know which. I'm less like, oh my god, you got to get rid of the New Orleans Pelicans. Like it just, you know, and more like uh, this sport would make a lot more sense if you had 28 teams and. You know, you have exactly this many make the playoffs or whatever. You have a more balanced schedule. I don't like it when there's 29 teams. I mean, obviously, they don't do that for very long. But uh, I feel like I feel like you could either add teams and have 32 everywhere and then exactly half make the playoffs. But in general, I would like there to be a few less teams and the teams to be a little bit better. Okay. So, so <laughs> I, I think I, I would love – in every pro sport league for there to be less teams that make the playoffs. And so I probably would like it to be like 24 teams per sport and eight make the playoffs four on each side. And so it's more of a, it's more of you. It's a greater accomplishment to make the playoffs. And then you can have the playoffs be a little longer uh, between, between those teams that have made it. How about um, dog breeds? Anyone's uh, anyone's you want to lose? You want to add, you want to leave it as is? Hard, hard to me to think of one I would add, you know. Like, uh-huh. I, mean, I feel like there is a breed. <laughs> I, like I, I could make up a breed and they'd be just like, oh, add a hundred. Let's add a hundred. I, I don't care. You can never have enough. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. You're right. Uh, getting rid of a dog breed. No, I mean, look, there, people love every type of dog. Uh, I, I don't care for the tiny dogs. So if mm-hmm. there's a dog that can fit in like a airport carry on, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we had small dogs, but not tiny. We had these Shelties, you know, miniature. Miniature uh, lassies. You're talking those collies. those teacup teacup dogs. I think they call them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So the Sheltie wasn't that small, right? The Sheltie's like 20 pounds or whatever, but uh, 15 maybe. But but those really tiny dogs weigh like less than five pounds. Um, but I don't want to get rid of them. I mean, yeah, I you know, people love those dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would never voluntarily get one. Um, and you know, I think. Uh, those enormous dogs is there another one I would never touch, you know, anything that's like three, two, 300 pounds, you know, I mean, they, they can be like a little, little terrifying, you know, like you go to somebody's house and they're like, Oh, this, it's a sweet baby. And you're like, that dog weighs 200. Right. Pounds. Your bull mastiffs, your Bernies, your St. Bernard's and your Irish wolfhounds. Those, those, yeah. those cats. It's, it's, it's usually ones that like I've never heard of until then, you know, they'll be like, <laughs> oh, the oh, Anatolian, a, like the Anatolian shepherd or whatever. Uh, yeah. This is a giant papaya, you know, <laughs> right. mix. And you're like, what? I didn't even know that there's a papaya, I think. That's a, I thought that was a fruit. Great Pyrenees, yeah. I think there might be one. Yeah. But, uh, I, look, I, I love, uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, my favorite dog breeds are, are, uh, are, are wide mix. Like, I, I, I love the corgi. Yep. But I also love the German Shepherd. I love the Siberian Husky. I love the Rottweiler. Uh, I love the Sheltie. So I'm, I'm I'm a mix between you know dogs that are relatively small and relatively big. But I don't I don't go to the far ends. Of the okay, water. gotcha. How about uh, last couple? How about the numbers one to twenty five? Don't love the Dalmatian, by the way. That's for me. Oh, that's right. That was one that yeah didn't do too much for you. Also, don't love like a Greyhound or a Whippet. Don't like the really short hair. 
because uh, I don't like pen. I don't uh, like them me, Afghans and I don't like them Chows. You know that about me. I don't don't care. Yeah, but, but I, I would never yeah, remove them. Chows, the Effingers, who I talked about earlier, the yep. Effingers had Chows, and so they they are they are mean. They'll get they'll get wild, mm-hmm. but uh, but I like them. Uh, but I, I don't like one that it, for me like you can't really pet the uh, short hair is good. Okay, how about numbers one through twenty five? You want to add any? Move, lose any? Um, add or lose numbers one through twenty five. No, but I mean, if I had to get rid of it, it's gonna be like you know nineteen. Yeah, or, or uh, something. But no, I'm not gonna get rid of it. Okay, last one. Sunny and Cher. Yeah, I don't need either one of them. Okay, you're cut, cutting them. No, I'm cut, just kidding. Cut completely. Uh, no, I don't. I, like, I mean, it's mean to say because he didn't he die tragically, but like, I don't. I don't know the first thing about Sonny Bono. And don't care about it. Share share had a couple songs that I really liked. So oh, yeah. share, get rid of Sonny. All right, I'm, sounds I'm good. good to go. Sounds good. That was it. Um, here's people we're keeping. We're keeping Nate, who uh, produces for us. We're keeping Julie's music here. We're keeping Emily's art here. We'd love to keep you guys. And if you guys want to uh, to keep us, how about? Um, uh, oh, you know what? Here, here will be because I, I wrote down one of these, and we'll leave this up to the audience if they want to get in touch with us. At here's the situation podcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, I was going to give Rush this one, but we've we've kind of spoken about this before ourselves. I have a feeling Delaware wouldn't make the cut. If you had final personnel decisions on the United States, um, add any, cut any, and why don't we leave this up to the audience if they want to write to us? And maybe we'll read. Maybe if we can remember, we'll read some of these. Some of the more fun ones yeah, next time. Yeah, people are uh, going to have time. opinions on that for sure. Right? What states? What states would you cut? Uh, what would you? What would you sub in? Yeah. It would obviously be great if we could make like Portugal a state, so uh-huh. we can all travel there. Wouldn't that, that be nice? <laughs> um, and so we'll leave that. We'll leave that up to you, to you guys. And this is, and that is thanks to the idea of Billy Arnett, who said it might be fun if we, if we uh, offer one up to the audience and, and leave it there. So thank you, Billy. And I think that's about it. Rush, anything you want to say before we go? No, thank you guys very much for uh, for watching, and we'll uh, see you soon. <laughs> That's awesome. I love. It. <laughs>